Good afternoon and welcome back to the Sunday School Podcast, the pod all about digging deeper into the Bible using social, historical, and scientific context. I'm Sean Parker, and today we're going to talk about how God showed his superiority over the gods of the Egyptians. We will see that the ten plagues God sent against the Egyptians in the Exodus story were deliberately chosen, each plague demonstrating God's power over the gods of the Egyptians. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We publish new episodes every Sunday covering a variety of biblical topics, and your support can help this podcast grow and reach more people. If you're like me, you probably haven't given much thought as to why God chose the plagues he did. What was the significance of turning water to blood? Or why did he send a plague of frogs? I started studying this and discovered something pretty neat. It appeared God was very deliberate in his choices. The plagues he sent weren't just a creative punishment meted out with no rhyme or reason. They were specifically chosen to represent God's superiority. The Egyptians had many gods representing various aspects of the world around them. They had enslaved God's chosen people, and he intended to show them why that was a bad idea. Exodus 12.12 says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and on all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. This, of course, is talking about the final plague, but it shows that God's judgment was over all the gods of Egypt. So let's take a look at the plagues one by one and see how they connect. The first plague is in Exodus 7.17. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, with the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water that is in the Nile, and it shall turn into blood. Now, many of the Egyptian gods seem to have similar realms of influence. There are three gods that this plague would have represented, since they all drew their power from the Nile. Kanum was the guardian of the river's source. Happy was over the annual flooding of the Nile as well as lord of its fish. And lastly, there was Osiris. Apparently, the Nile acted as Osiris' bloodstream. Now, the plague of turning the Nile to blood handedly diminished all three gods. Uh, The source of the Nile clearly wasn't able to bring in fresh water as the blood remained for seven days. Uh, The fish were killed, usurping Happy, lord of the fish. And... God turned Osiris' bloodstream into actual blood. So I can't think of a better way to show God's divine authority in this realm. Now, the second plague God would send was the plague of frogs. Hecht was an Egyptian goddess of fertility, and she had the head of a frog. So almost mocking her, God sends a plague of frogs. Exodus 8, 1 through 4 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go in to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, let my people go, that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will plague all your country with frogs. The Nile shall swarm with frogs that shall come up into your house and into your bedroom, and on your bed and into the houses of your servants and your people, and into your ovens and your kneading bowls. The frogs shall come up on you and on your people and on all your servants. Now, I think it should be noted here that up to this point, the first two plagues 
the Pharaoh's magicians were able to replicate these miracles. Uh, and that was one of the reasons Pharaoh kind of refused to heed God because he saw that his magicians could perform some of these feats themselves. Now, you know, it's not clear as to what methods they used. Was it some sort of illusion uh, that they performed? But regardless of how they were able to perform these works, it's in the third plague that they are stymied by God's power. And they even acknowledge it uh, at this point in Exodus 8, verse 19, the second half, it says, this is the finger of God. So at this point, God calls forth gnats or lice in some versions uh, from the dust of the earth. Now, the Egyptian god, Geb, actually represented the dust of the earth. So this was clearly related to his power for it to specifically mention the dust of the earth that they were drawn from. Um, Now, if you're familiar with the story of Moses, you know that he was kind of a shy guy. And for this reason, the first three plagues were initiated by Moses' brother, Aaron. Um, But by the fourth plague, Moses is apparently emboldened by God's power or, you know, whatever other reason it was, and he takes over. And upon Moses' word, a plague of flies issues forth. Now, Kepri was the god of creation and was depicted with the head of a fly or a beetle or a similar type insect. Um, so kind of like uh, the goddess, the fertility goddess that had the head of a frog, Kepri has the head of a fly or beetle. And so God's clearly mocking this god as well. Now, the fifth plague, as spoken in Exodus 9.3, says, Behold, the hand of the Lord will fall with a very severe plague upon your livestock that are in the field, the horses, the donkeys, the camels, the herds, and the flocks. Now, the goddess Hathor was another goddess of fertility. Uh, I guess a lot of these gods had to pull double duty, and (laughs) they were clearly weaker than the one true god. Uh, So she was depicted with the head of a bull. So I'm kind of seeing a pattern here. I don't know if you are. Uh, I can't imagine the Pharaoh wouldn't have made this connection. Uh, However, he continues to be stubborn and won't allow the people of Israel to go free. Now, I want to pause here a second and tell you about Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a hosting service for podcasts. As a first-time podcaster, using Buzzsprout has made the process extremely simple. All you need is a quiet place and things you probably already have. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. You'll get a great-looking podcast website as well. Following the link in the episode description lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. We'll get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, I highly recommend you give Buzzsprout a try. Now, the sixth plague God would send was the plague of boils. Isis was the Egyptian god of health, and Imhotep was the god of healing. Neither of these was able to protect the Egyptians from God's wrath. By contrast, uh, the people of Israel were untouched by this plague, so the Egyptians couldn't blame this on some communicable disease spreading through everywhere because it was clearly delineated that this was only affecting the Egyptians, proving that God was powerful enough to protect his people and their gods were not powerful enough to overcome God's divine influence. 
Nut was the Egyptian goddess of the sky. Her father was Shu, and he was the god of wind and air and was known as a calming god. So for the seventh plague, God sent great balls of hail raining down from the sky, destroying plants and animals. Uh, not a very calming thing to witness, I'm sure. Now, Exodus 10, 3-5 says, So Moses and Aaron went in to Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country, and they shall cover the face of the land, so that no one can see the land. And they shall eat what is left to you after the hail, and they shall eat every tree of yours that grows in the field. Now, Pharaoh, being the stubborn man that he was, was willing to wait a bit longer. What was left of the Egyptians' grain after the hailstorm would now be devoured by a plague of locusts. Now, Nepher and Nepri were the god and goddess of grain, so God was sending a plague to literally destroy their realm of authority. God would go on in the ninth plague to uh, create a plague of darkness, blotting out the sun. Now, Ra was the god of the sun, and he was the most worshipped and most revered in all the land of Egypt. So God blotted out the sun that Ra was in charge of to show that his power was over even the mightiest of the Egyptian gods. And yet, this still didn't move Pharaoh into releasing the people of Israel. So the final plague uh, was the death of the firstborn. This would be a judgment over all the Egyptian gods, as mentioned in the verse we read earlier. Uh, this was also a retaliation. If you remember back to the story of Moses' birth, uh, you remember Pharaoh, and I believe it was a previous Pharaoh, had decreed that all Israelite newborns were to be killed. They were afraid of how powerful the people of Israel were becoming and that they were going to rise up against them because of their multitudes. So they were trying to diminish their ability to grow any bigger. Uh, so God retaliates and and kills the firstborn of all the people of Israel, including the animals. Uh, this was the final straw that caused Pharaoh to free the people, uh, though it would later be taken back and he would pursue them uh, to the Red Sea. And of course, uh, God would save them and they would prevail and become their own people. Now, I like to use this story to show my wife that I, in fact, am not the most stubborn man to ever live. Clearly, Pharaoh takes the crown on this one. Now, the lesson we can take from this is that God is all-powerful. He has authority over every aspect of our lives. What are some of the gods you've placed in your life to usurp God's power? Is God trying to tell you that we should surrender those things to Him and place Him at the head? Are we too stubborn to see what He is saying to us? So today, let's throw off the things we are putting before God and free ourselves to worship Him fully. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to leave a review in whatever player you use to listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. New episodes are released every Sunday. God bless. God bless.